It's the glimmer of hope we were looking for, and we got it on Saturday as the Dons ran out 3 1 winners against Motherwell at Pataudry. More from the game coming up, including post match reaction from Rob McLean, Andy Dornan, and Barry Robson. We hear from another member of the new intake, Jay Gorter, the goalie making his Dons debut on Saturday, plus Aberdeen women were in action away to Celtic. And we take time out to look at some of the work of the Aberdeen FC Community Trust as they celebrated Trust Day on Saturday. It's all coming up on the AFC Donscast from the Inverness Reds. The new TV. Isn't it just a smart TV? Uh, no, it's a smarter TV. How's it smart? It's got Sky inside, so no more going in and out of apps. All your shows are in one place. Anything else? Yeah, there's a 4K screen and a 360 Dolby Atmos soundbar built in. So you don't need this, these, all those remotes. You can use your voice. Thing is, I can't have a Sky dish. You don't need one. It all works over Wi-Fi! That's smart. No, it's smarter. Skyglass. Smarter than a smart TV. Hello, it's Graham here with the AFC Donscast on Monday the 6th of February. It makes a difference having a defence that works and a newfound confidence in the team. We were down Ross McCrory following his red card on Wednesday night against St Mirren, his appeal being dismissed and Liam Scales returned from suspension. Dutch goalkeeper Jake Gorter made his debut after signing on loan from Ajax. With both Aberdeen and Motherwell straggling in the league, this could have been a turgid affair. That wasn't going to be. We had the better of the play in the first half, but chances were few and far between, with the early chances coming from Duke, McDonald and Ramadani. But we opened the scoring three minutes before the break as Johnny Hayes, who injured himself in setting up the goal, stood up a neat right-footed cross to Duke, who nodded home. It was a nervy start to the second half, but Majowski raced on a brilliant ball from Ramadani to put it past Kelly, and he scored again five minutes later with a similar finish, but this time from Clarkson. Far came to the rescue for Manuel. Marty Kennedy was adjudged to have handled the ball, allowing Sab Van Veen to score from the spot. Marty Pollock had the ball in the net for a fourth time, but it was flagged for offside. A match needed three points as the Dons ran out 3-1 winners. All in all, a match better performance and a team that looked more united. Here's Rob McLean and Andy Dornan. Well, it's been a while, but Aberdeen have finally reacquainted themselves with the winning feeling. 3-1 it was here against Motherwell. Rob McLean and Andy Dornan watching it. Um, and it was a good watch, Andy, wasn't it? Enjoyed the game. I'm, I'm sure the fans did as well. It was um, encouraging. And, um, you know... Th- Great performance yeah. and a well-deserved win. Full of spirit and these were the scenes at the final whistle um, as Aberdeen uh, celebrated and it, and it was well worth celebrating. There's a long way to go in terms of recovery uh, but this is a step in the right direction, no doubt about that. Jay Gorter making his debut in goals, the unloan Ajax keeper. Didn't have a save to make, Didn't uh, wasn't able to stop uh, Kevin Van Veen's penalty which got a goal back from Motherwell. Uh, but by then, of course, Duke had uh, scored his 12th goal for the Dons to get Aberdeen in front. That was so important, of course, heading in from Johnny Hayes' cross after uh, Johnny had been injured and managed to play on for a few minutes and create the goal. And uh, 
meeting some of his public there across at the touchline. Boyan Miovsky, after he'd scored a, a double as well on the back of uh, Duke's goal, two lovely finishes from him to take his tally to 16. And uh, Barry Robson there will be well satisfied with what he's got from his team. The likes of Johnny Hayes and Duke and uh, Boyan Miovsky grabbed the headlines. But uh, really, Andy, uh, what we were talking about today was, uh, was an all-round team performance. It was. They were solid at the back. The midfield worked hard. They, they closed the motherwell midfield down. And the amount of times we, we won possession and got us attacking. And, you know, we created a lot of chances as well. You know, we, we, I think we had 10 corners in the first half. So, you know, it showed how much, you know, we dominated the first half as well. And as I said earlier, you know, real credit to Johnny Hayes who took a terrible head knock and still carried on. And, you know, his we touch of wizardry great cross and a great finish you can see the team spirit in the the reaction at the end of the game but you also saw it during the game the fact that uh, this was a, a well-rounded performance and, and the shame is that it's two weeks until the next game and it's at Celtic Park so it's going to be a, a tough one but um, there, there's satisfaction to be taken we're all aware of what's happened in the last few weeks but there's definitely satisfaction to be taken from from what happened today well, I think the fans will go home happy because it was a you know a real commitment from the players today. You could see that it meant a lot to them to put on a show and get a result, and we got the three points, which is was was vital. You know, we, you know, we, even if we'd um, you know won one nothing, it, it was more important the three points. But the bonus was we had a, a good team performance and some some really good individual performances as well. Thanks, Andy. It was a great day for the Dons, great day for the Community Trust uh, as well. It was all about the trust today off the pitch uh, and a performance delivered on it as well. Three points for Aberdeen, still in the bottom half of the table, but uh, definitely a step in the right direction. Um, 3-1 against Motherwell uh, from all of us at Pataudry. We'll see you soon. Rob also caught up with Barry Robson post-match. Harry, three goals, three points and a great performance you got from your team today. Yeah, I think so. I think um, Motherwell came with a, a five, a back five. I didn't think that. It's the first time we've done that in six months. So we'd worked on um, a few different things to for a system of a 4-2-3-1 uh, or 4-3-3, we thought they might be. Um, but what, it was different when when they come on to the game and they, they were playing a back five, so the, the spaces, spaces weren't really there. So... What we did do to, to combat that is we just said, look, we need to go through Leighton Clarkson a lot more in the middle of the pitch. We played him a six, made him hard to play against. And, and as soon as we started switching the, um, the side, uh, getting the ball out the opposite side, we looked a much better side. I think we fell in love with trying to put balls down the side of them to start with. Um, but that was just because their system gave us a bit of a... It was a, a bit of a surprise. So, But all in all, I think when, when we, we worked that out, the players did, I thought, um, as the game wore on, I think you could see there was some real quick transitions. We looked like we were quite exciting on the break. We looked exciting going through them at times, but that takes time. That takes that takes a lot of time. But but no, I thought um, all in all, in a, a proper, well organised Motherwell team. How's Johnny Hayes? I mean, he, he took a really bad knock, but in, in true Johnny Hayes tradition, he bounced back up and created the opening goal. Yeah, he's, listen, I've known him a long time. Um, he's the type of boy you want at the football club. You can see his enthusiasm. You can see 35 years old. Um, he's still in terrific, like he's he's really his body shape's still brilliant. So 
Yeah, well, I've not spoke to him yet, but he's pretty, I think he's still sitting in the physio room. He'll be feeling sorry for himself, but I'm sure we'll, we'll get him up and running pretty quickly. Yeah, it was, it was an important moment. It was obviously going to be important in the game to get the opening goal, but uh, very quickly in the second half it became 2-0 and, and, and 3-0. Uh, two great goals from Boyan Miofsky. Yeah, I think um, Leighton Clarkson played a big part in that as well. It was an unbelievable pass through to one. But we've got, I think you'll all notice with, with Boyan, um, on Wednesday night he looked a different player we, we, we said to him he needs to bring his running power he needs to bring and the more he does that his, his direct runs his diagonal runs all these sort of things when he starts to do that you can see that the, the spaces are starting to open for him and they'll start to get his goals again um, so really plays through him Leighton Clarkson as I said I always thought he was a six um, sometimes he wants to play a, a double six in there but he's the one who can control the game some great passing some great movement but Listen, we, we, we fell away. We, at the start of the game, we got a bit the game a wee bit wrong way around. We tried to play a bit too much long balls, but I think everybody's seen the more with the game went on, we, we, we actually got better and better. And it was good defensively, wasn't it? I mean, you were pretty unlucky not to get a, a clean sheet. Yeah, we, we, unfortunate. Um, but I think the, the good thing we were good at um, all day today that we've worked on was the counter-press. Any time the balls did go down the side, we went in forward. We were always in good positions to pick up the second balls. We were in good positions to get to try and be that aggressive team to stay on top of Motherwell and not let them breathe. So um, that's I thought we were, that was what I thought we were good at. And that's not easy to always get the counter-press. That can be quite difficult. But all these things that we need to really work on. But the most pleasing factor is this club had a really hard week a week ago. We came into a game on Wednesday. Where we went down to 10 men after four minutes and we fought and you could properly see the, the performance we gave. And then today, as the game went on, we just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And we looked like a proper Aberdeen team today, I thought. It's just a shame uh, there's two weeks without a game because you probably want one quite quickly after what happened today. But, it, but it's satisfying anyway for all sorts of reasons, I think, to today's performance. Yeah, I think the club needed a win. And that was my biggest thing. I think um, after the, the hardship we've had over the last wee while, I think the club needed a win. And we got that today. And we actually won with a bit of style towards the end. I wouldn't say brilliant style, but I would say we looked like an Aberdeen team. We heard the fans, you felt the fans. I mean, Steve Agnew made a comment to me as well. He said, because um, he's just up, he's never been here. And um, and he said, oh, you can get this place really going. Eh? You can really get this. And he said he could feel it in the in the building. So... That's where we want to be back to is Aberdeen and um, that's what we'll try and do at the minute. But the pleasing factor is we like a game come quickly but we've got two weeks in the grass and that's where I'm at my best and that's where Steve Agnew's at his best and um, that's where we're, we're hoping to take the team. Well done, buddy. Thank you. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights and all the goals, exclusive interviews and behind the scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. OK, let's have a quick look at the rest of the matches in the SPFL at the weekend then. And Queen's Park had a 2-0 win over second-place Air United on Friday night. On Saturday, Rangers beat Ross County 2-1 at Ibrox. Third-place Hearts tracked three times in the last 20 minutes, with Stephen Humphrey scoring from his own half to beat Dundee United 3-1 at Tynecastle. Livingston in fourth spot saw Kilmarnock 3-1 at the Tony Macaroni Arena. 
Hibs moved above St Mirren with a 1-0 victory in Paisley. Bottom club Hamilton Aki's held Dundee to a 1-0 draw in the Championship as at New Douglas Park to leave the Dark Blues four points behind leaders Queen's Park. Wraith Rovers boosted their playoff hopes with a 2-1 win at Arbroath, while Cove Rangers defeated Partick Thistle 1-0 at Firhill. Inverness Cali Thistle and Morton drew 2-0 at the Caledonian Stadium. Dunfermline Athletic remained five points clear at the top of League One after beating Montrose 2-0 at East End Park, whilst closest challengers Falkirk came from behind to win 2-1 at Kelty Hearts. Ergionians are third following their 1-0 home victory over Clyde, while Allo Athletic beat bottom club Peterhead by the same score at the Indodrill Stadium. It was also 1-0 for Queen of the South against FC Edinburgh at Palmerston. Dumbarton stay four points clear in League Two following a 1-0 draw with Stenhouse Muir at Oakleview. A second place Stirling Albion were held 1-0 at East Fife. On an Athletic stay third after a 2-1 victory at bottom club Bonnie Rig Rose and Forver Athletic moved into the top four by beating Stranraer 2-1 at Station Park. Elgin City and Albion Rovers drew 1-0 at Barra Briggs. Celtic restored their nine-point lead at the top of the Premiership table thanks to a 4-1 victory over St Johnston at McDermott Park on Sunday. Also on Sunday, Aberdeen women were away to Celtic women in the televised fixture on BBC Alba. Ahead of the match, there was a presentation to Lauren Campbell who marked her 100th appearance for the Dons. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be a late first-half goal for Celtic and two second-half goals saw the Dons women lose 3-0. My God, I can't believe this red nose day. I've decided to squeeze a whole Granny Smith up his bum and then stick it in the oven. <laughs> Respect. I'm just trying to think of a way to make it less. Uh, what about Catherine Ryan? Joel Zomet sat in a bath of baked beans. And can you believe Billy Connolly? Got his out. I hope this is true. It's true. Google it. Crazy. We want to bring the nation together to have some fun and help those who need it more than ever right now. Once a year, we do this thing. It can only be... Red Nose Day. Red Nose Day. Red Nose Day. Let's have a good time doing it, yeah? All the people of the length and breadth of the UK have been doing totally bonkers things for us. Do you organise this fashion show for Red Nose Day? The associates have been fundraising their socks off. Repeated to hike across the Lake District in four days. Something huge happened. Something that can only happen on Red Nose Day. Okay, let's catch up with some of the news then. And the Young Dons kept a clean sheet against Hearts in the Club Academy Scotland under 18 fixture in a tight contest at Cormac Park on Friday, the game ending 0 0. With Barry Robson and Scott Anderson working with the first team, Stuart Daff stepped up to take the 18s, assisted by Robbie Hederman. The match ended with both sides sharing the points. The Dons showed good spirit and carriage after going down to 10 men. Captain Dylan Lobbin being sent off in the 76th minute for descent, but they defended well throughout, but just lacked a bit of quality in the final third. We continue the catch up with our new loan players, this time Ajax goalie Jake Gorter, who spoke to Red TV earlier this week. Jay, very, very warm welcome to Aberdeen. How does it feel to finally be here? Oh, good. Uh, took a little bit of time getting everything sorted but uh, I'm so happy to be here and uh, be part of the squad and uh, everybody uh, made me a good welcome and uh, no, really happy to be here. You're just literally in from your, your first training session today, how, how was it? The weather was crazy, <laughs> a little bit different than Holland um, but uh, amazing, yeah, what, uh, what I already said, the guys took me in uh, as one of their own and um, 
had a good session, really, uh, really good one, and uh, a part of the weather was uh, was nice to uh, to step on the field finally. And the boys made made, made you all feel welcome. Oh, amazing! Yeah. No, uh, since the first day I came in already to meet the guys, uh, they make me feel uh, really welcome, and I can't wait to uh, to start. Are you nervous when you come into into a new dressing room? Uh, for me, it's um, I only did it one time in senior football uh, from my step from Go Ahead to Ajax. Uh, it's always something new. Um, it's nice to see new guys and uh, to see that they really try to help you. Uh, you're always a little bit nervous, of course, new faces, not familiar, but um, no, 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 not not, not uh, that nervous. In your football career, you uh, kind of mix steps and uh, you need to switch uh, dressing rooms sometimes, so it's good. Maybe a little bit unique for us to actually have two Dutch goalkeepers in, in the squad. Is that something that, that will help you going forward, having Kel there, a, a fellow Dutchman, to help you settle in? Of course. Uh, I'm still a very young player and uh, Kel uh, has a lot of experience as well and a little bit older than me. Uh, it's always nice to have somebody around you can ask things um, to and um, get help from. Also around the city and with uh, with travelling and everything and um, all the new thing new things he can also translate for me uh, the Scottish accent <laughs> translated a little bit for me in Dutch. Uh, no, it's uh, that's really good. You can learn also a lot from Cal and uh, no even a, even a better thing to be here and uh, have somebody around that can always help you. No, Kel's, Kel's certainly a great guy yeah, around amazing. the place. Are you struggling with the accent or are you okay with it? <laughs> when uh, the Scottish people talk to each other, a little bit, little bit, little bit, um, I would say struggle. Um, but no, I really try to listen really well. We also got a lot of experienced players and um, also young players and um, try to listen well to the experienced guys as well. And um, if you listen with a good ear, you can uh, can get a lot of words, so it's okay. Pick it up. Yeah, of course. You've been here for a couple of days. I know you've had quite a lot of a, a busy time. Have you had a chance to see any of the city or has it just kind of been from the car from the hotel to the um, Spent a lot of time at the hotel fixing things uh, for the step over to here. And um, uh, only yesterday, yeah, yesterday I think it was, I went for lunch. Uh, with my agent and uh, no was quite uh, was quite okay I, I like the city it's calm uh, used to Amsterdam so Amsterdam is really 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 busy for the people who maybe uh, maybe know Amsterdam a little bit um, no I like the city a lot a little different than Holland uh, but uh, I like it so far Following the success of the inaugural AFC eSports event in September last year, the club is pleased to announce its second eSports event, which will take place later this month. Hosted in conjunction with Belong Aberdeen and Game, the AFC FIFA 23 tournament will provide gamers the opportunity to prove they are the best FIFA 23 players in the Northeast, with double elimination qualifiers taking place at the Belong Arena in Aberdeen, with the final being played at the next AFC Fan Zone ahead of our match against Livingston on the 25th of February. There are 120 eight places up for grabs and you can sign up online at afc.co.uk forward slash e-tickets or by calling 01224 Qualifiers will take place at Belong Aberdeen this week on the 9th and 10th and then next week on the 13th and 14th of February with the finals taking place on Saturday the 25th of February at the Beach Ballroom with lots of prizes up for grabs. It was AFC Community Trust Day on Saturday. In this special feature, participants from the Changing Room Project share their personal mental health journeys and detail how the Trust has helped them. Changing Room Project is a mental well-being kind of project that allows men 
become a safe environment to discuss or disclose any issues they're suffering at the time or may have done in the past and also give them better understanding, coping mechanism for the future but also allow them to, to move on in their lives. It was around the, the time of the changing room starting that, that you know, I sat down with my wife and we had a chat and we said, you know, maybe it's, it's uh, a chance to go and, and speak to somebody and, and then, yeah, this came around. For me, you know, linking it with the football club as well, obviously this feels like a, you know, a safe space, if you like, and obviously speaking with people who have got kind of like-minded interests as well, that, that really helped. Um, and, yeah, um, you know, it all came together really nicely, uh, you know, signed up and went along to that first meeting. We talk about football, you know, we talk about things that are going on in our lives, we talk about stigmas, you know, so it's a really good opportunity just to kind of gently have mental health discussions. It's not, uh, you know, it's not that kind of traditional support group where, where you're forced into speaking or you feel like you have to say something. Um, you know, for me, I probably listened for the first three or, three or four weeks, you know, until I started feeling a bit more comfortable. And then started sharing my story with the, with the guys. And uh, yeah, from there on, it's been, been really good. Um, and obviously the club were so welcoming of, of all of us as well, which, which was a, a brilliant uh, plus, you know, and getting a chance to see behind the scenes at the football club or coming along to a match, you know, is really, really good as well. So yeah, it was all, all combined, I think, was a, a brilliant programme to put together. I've had issues with uh, depression, my state of mind and how I'm thinking for as long as all my adult life. Um, looking back now, there's things that's happened that I've realised that I haven't addressed, but I've used to help me get better um, recently with changing rooms. I've seen the changing room project on uh, social media, on LinkedIn, when they were promoting one of the classes that had came through uh, this this was part of my journey that I was looking for and with that I seen that and thought it was an avenue for myself. A typical changing room session is partly listening to what everyone has to say. Uh, taking part in the journey isn't just being open with yourself but opening to others. Listen to what they have to say and being part of their journey on to help improve mental health and how we can make football and the social uh, media and social health get better through the changing rooms. Whether it be Aberdeen fans or whatever fans of whatever club you are, that they have come to this as one and been able to discuss football as an outlet, but also then be able to discuss the, the, be, the main thing that we've came together for is our mental health and how to improve it. You know, mental health, it, 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 unless you have a journey people don't seem to think about it um, you know if it ain't affecting me why would I think about it kind of thing and I tried to track my mental health journey where and when did it start and I had it back to um, an evening 25 26 years ago after a pretty turbulent relationship ended um, not very well and um, I then had my first ever panic attack and you don't know what it is the time because you've never had one before. Uh, this panic attack just took over. Um, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't think properly. Um, my heart was absolutely beating out of my chest. You could actually see it in the mirror. Um, I really didn't know what to do. I thought I was going to die. Then I wanted to die, I wanted to kill myself. Within a week or so I was speaking with Liz on a, on a team's call and, and Emma and again told them a little bit about my story. 
they got me on the first cohort of Changing Room One, which was um, I'm not going to lie, it was a, it was I was really apprehensive because I'd always had one-to-one um, sessions, and I thought group session, other people, mm, not sure how that's going to go. But it's such a structured programme, and, and the guys from Sam H were so so good the way that they, they delivered the programme and empathised with each guy in the room. And week on week, you could see people developing, coming out of their shells, speaking, telling a bit about their story, being more relaxed, and so on. So after the the twelve week programme uh, changing room concluded, I thought I really need to get involved in this and, and try and give something to the next cohort and the next generation of cohorts. So I enrolled as a as a volunteer for the trust, and uh, we welcomed cohort four of changing room just this Tuesday this week. This has been massive for me. This has been a brilliant support system for the men that use the changing rooms as it gives them an outlet, not just to just speak about their social health and social well-being and their mental health, but also about football. It's a lot more than changing room. It's a lot more than extra time. It's, it's, it's a way of life um, and something that I'm happy to participate in. Um, contribute to as much as, I, as much as I can. Yeah, it, it just completely changed everything for me. I, I developed much better relationships with people at work, uh, with family, and uh, yeah, it's just continuing to, to work on it from there. You know, I mean, everybody has got mental health. You know, it no, doesn't necessarily need to be that you're struggling with something or a particular instance happens. Uh, you know, if you want to have good mental health, then just keep speaking about it. To find out more about the Changing Room Project and to get involved, please visit the Aberdeen FC Community Trust website, www.afccommunitytrust.org. Brilliant stuff there from the AFC Community Trust. The Trust has grown from a staff of just eight to a team of 37 employees, 25 session workers and 33 volunteers, all making a difference to the local community. Here they are talking about their experience of working at the AFC Community Trust. Uh, this is actually my 10th year working at AFCCT. Uh, it'll just be coming up for six years now. Five, six months now, so. Um, started off as a session member staff part-time in the football. Um, I first got involved by um, taking part in the Football Fans and Training Programme. It was the first women's programme. Um, I came in for work experience um, from school. I think it's been involved in helping with the, with the coaching of the, the young kids. I think it's the people that you work with. I think it's the camaraderie, the, uh, the people actually. It's helped me develop as both a coach and a human. Well, it was life-changing for me getting the job six years ago. Um, I think I've grown as a worker and a person. I got offered to learn and get my coaching badges and also the opportunity to start volunteering further down the line. What I'm doing now with the team lead role, I am absolutely loving. It's, it's quite a new role for me. I'm allowed to 
free reign and go and speak to uh, networking events and other organisations and businesses and charities and really bring people together and create new partnerships. Your support means the Trask can continue to deliver their award-winning and innovative programmes across the North East. We know times are hard at the moment, but if you can donate a small amount, that would be brilliant. So to donate £1, text AFCCTDAY to 70201. That's AFCCTDAY, that's all one word, to 70201. To donate £3, text AFCCTDAY to 70331. To donate £5, text AFCCTDAY to 70970. And to donate £10, text AFCCTDAY to 70191. Big news is here. Premier Sports becomes Viaplay. This means the same sports as before, but topped up with more premium sports rights. Plus new top streaming service filled with films series and documentaries all new entertainment for the same old price see you on Firefly. Unfortunately, no game next weekend. The Scottish Cup taking place then. Enough said about that, the better. But the following weekend, on Saturday the 18th of February, we're away to Celtic in the league for the 3pm kickoff in Glasgow. Tickets for the match go on sale tomorrow for supporters with 250 plus priority points and will then go on general sale tomorrow. Sorry, the day after, not tomorrow, Tuesday. Order your tickets online at afc.co.uk forward slash e-tickets. Call 01224 or in person at the Pataudry Ticket Office. If you can't make it to the game, you can watch it live on Red TV International. Coverage starts at 2.45pm, audio only in the UK and Ireland. Elsewhere in the Premiership the week after next, on the 15th, it's Motherwell versus St Mirren, kick-off 7.45pm. Then on the 18th, it's Dundee United versus St Johnston, Hibs are at home to Kilmarnock, Rangers are away to Livingston and Ross County are away to St Mirren, all three o'clock kick-offs. And then on Sunday the 19th, it's Motherwell versus Hearts at midday. And looking ahead on Saturday the 25th of February for our home match against Livingston, there will be another AFC fan zone at the Beach Ballroom before the match. The main entertainment, which runs from 12 to 2.30pm, will feature special AFC guest appearances and music in the ballroom, along with the addition of a live esports event for all the Red Army gamers. Tickets are priced £7 for adults, which includes a pint or other alcoholic or soft drink, and £5 for under-18s, which includes a soft drink as well. You can order your tickets online now at afc.co.uk forward slash e-tickets by phone on 01224 63 1903 or in person at the Pataudry Ticket Office. With no football next week, we're taking a break too, so no show next week, but I'll be back on the 21st of February with a roundup following the Celtic match. Meantime, you can keep abreast of all the latest Dons news on our social media at Inverness Reds or online at invernessreds.co.uk. Hopefully, the win against Motherwell brightened up your weekend. Till next time, Stand free. All your latest dance news. This is the AFC Dancecast.